As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome back to the Just for Clicks podcast. My name is Forrest, and with me today is my lovely wife, Alyssa. Hi, guys. And we're here today doing another kick-ass podcast for you guys. Whether you're on the road, animating a brick film, you know, just doing your thing, you can listen to us chatter on for about an hour, and uh, we'll give you the updates about what's going on. You know, the important things, the stuff that you really need to know about what's happening in the week. Like, babe, did you hear about this thing? This giant sea creature that was discovered? Recently? What? No. Look at this thing. So this thing, it's called a uh, symphonophore. Hold on, I'll, I'll, here. Siphonophore. Oh yeah, my bad. Siphonophore. 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 And look, it's 150 feet tall. That's like the size of King Kong. What? It's a, it's basically a like an elongated jellyfish. That's and crazy. And they discovered this recently, like. They took some sonars or something. Do you know, like, where about in the ocean it is? Like, which ocean was it in? Do you know? Um, found off the coast of Australia. <gasps> of course, Australia. Australia has, like, the craziest yeah. fucking creatures. <laughs> it is thought to be the largest ocean creature ever recorded. What? Yeah. The, that's insane. There's, like, whales that are, like, huge. 150 feet is pretty massive. Like, what is 150 feet? Like, let's do, like, a size comparison. So that's, like, the size of, like, a uh, like a wind turbine. That's crazy. That's pretty crazy. So pretty massive. Uh, definitely want to wanna run across that thing. Oh, yeah. Is it, like... When I'm in the ocean swimming around. I wonder if it's aggressive. Or, like, what does it eat? Like, does it eat, like, meat? Or... I don't know. I've never even heard of these things. But look at this one. There, there's different types. And they all look, like, crazy. They all look, like... Uh, CGI like renderings. Yeah, they look like aliens. Yeah, they're really cool though. They're like kind of like um, they kind of look like uh, tinsel like decoration like for parties. Yeah, <laughs> it's really amazing all the different forms of life that Earth sustains. Especially in the deep sea. Yeah. Yeah, so that was pretty wild. Because we look at that and we're like, oh, that looks like an alien, but it's not an alien. It's an Earthling like we are. <laughs> yeah. Like that's crazy. Yeah, it's got an interesting body structure. Yeah, so that was cool. Also, this week, um, I don't know, did anything else happen this week? Let's go on Twitter real quick. See if there's anything we need to uh, touch on. Any pressing matters to discuss. Little Uzi Verte gets a $24 million diamond implanted in his face. Sick. <laughs> Looks like he's had some sort of a surgical implant. Um, this could be... Uh, <laughs> people are comparing him to uh, Vision. <laughs> oh my god, that's so funny. From uh, Infinity War. Look, what do you think of this, babe? 
that it, is that the hot new look? Yay or nay? Um, a hard nay. <laughs> hard pass. You don't think he's starting something here? No. Because pretty soon I feel like... That's so, like, ugly to me. <laughs> I feel like, I don't know, like, is he going to have some sort of, like, uh, medical issue from this? Like, when Lex Luthor, you know, implanted kryptonite in his body to avoid Superman, it gave him, like, cancer. 24 million face diamonds. Like, I just feel like that's a good way to get, like, like robbed and, like, murdered, almost. You don't like... give a fuck. <laughs> He's hard, dude. Step to him. Uh, yeah. Well... You know, I feel like that'd be hard to sleep. Yeah. Like, that might just, like, I would just be, like, itching at it. I don't know. Good for him, though. I mean, it's definitely bold. Yeah. Yeah. Well, all right. It's funny, the comparison to Vision. That's exactly what it looks like. (laughs) Little Uzi when Thanos comes for the seventh Infinity (laughs) Stone. Nice. All right, well, good luck to little Uzi there. Um, Hopefully he, uh doesn't regret that decision. I'm, I'm I sure, mean, I'm, I'm sure, sure he, he can, can take it out if you want. It's not permanent. Yeah. It's not permanent permanent. Might have a scar there, though, after. Um, yeah, but, you know, interesting. Interesting. He can, like, take the money that, you know, from that diamond and turn it and, like, get, like, some type of cosmetic surgery to take the scar away or something. Yeah, just be like, hey, Doc, like, you can have this diamond if you can just get it out of my head. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, so Chris Pratt is trending. Let's see. Replace Chris Pratt in Guardians of the Galaxy. I think people are, like, going on about him being a secret Republican again. <laughs> um, whatever. whatever. I don't even know what's going on. Who's who's your favorite Chris, hon? I think we already talked about this. I guess, like, Chris Evans. Is Captain America? Yeah. Yeah. Who's okay. your favorite Chris? Well, I, I just want to touch on it every, every, so, every few weeks, you know, just because it might change, you know? Yeah, there's so <laughs> many Chris's. Um... Okay, yeah, yeah, I, I would say Chris Evans as well. I, I like his smile. All right, yeah, people need to stop ragging on Chris Pratt. He didn't do anything wrong except, you know, support Trump. But besides that, he's a chill guy. Um, okay, let's see. Let's move on to our marquee topic this week. You ready for that, Ben? Yeah, I'm ready. Are you ready to talk about Bridgerton? Ooh, that's the marquee topic. And The Bachelor. <laughs> Similar shows, yet very different. <laughs> Literally, they're so similar. <laughs> um, so yeah, this week, or I guess this, this past couple weeks, we uh, were watching this new Netflix show called Bridgerton. Mm-hmm. came out on Christmas Day. And it, I didn't, I, I saw the trailer initially when it came out, but I kind of dismissed it. But then Alyssa was watching it while I was asleep or something, like early in the morning or something like that. And I was wake, I woke up and I found her, I discovered her watching the show. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, I I was kind of meaning to start watching it as, like, you know, a by-myself show. (laughs) Like, to watch while Forrest is sleeping or working or something. But I can never do that. Like, I always want to show him. (laughs) Yeah, she's like, you gotta watch this show. I was like, okay. Because, like, I like like shit like that sometimes. And uh, it was really good, man. It was juicy. It was juicy. They really brought the juice. Like, the first episode, like, you know, just watch the first episode. If you're not hooked by the first episode, then... You're probably not going to be hooked, but uh, we, we definitely were both enthralled by the, 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 the majesty and the enchantment of the series. Yeah, for sure. Um, whoever wrote it, like, he really understands women. Yeah. Like, <laughs> this guy, like, he gets it, okay? Like, these women, like, they, they want to, like, watch this show and, like, be taken to, like, a fantasy land of, like, romance. Yeah. And it, it's basically like a, 
live action romance novel. Like yeah, when like, you when you find that like in like the bargain bin at like your local library, like when they're like you know selling like books or whatever, and it's like been you know rented and checked out like three hundred times, and it's all like battered and worn, and you know so many women have gotten off to this thing like over the years, and it's probably like drenched in vaginal fluid. Uh, it's, it's basically that. Like he he it's, he it's an amalgamation of all those types of books into like one show. Yeah, and. Uh, yeah, it's basically about this chick, and she's, like, you know, in, like, high society, what, England? Yeah, it's, like, England. It's, like, this, like, fantasy Disney England. Yeah. Because, like, it's not realistic at all. Yeah. At first, I didn't even think, like, there were any, like, poor people, but there are poor people on the show. But basically, it's about these, like, insanely rich, wealthy, aristocratic, like, British people in, like, what, like, the 1800s? Yeah, the 1800s. Yeah. Um... The queen is, like, black? Yeah. It's crazy, dude. Yeah, the queen is black, and, like, other members of the royal, like, court are black. Yeah. And, um, so that was cool. So, yeah, that was what made it, like, we were kind of just like, oh, this is, like, a completely, like, fantasy pretend world. <laughs> yeah, it, it's kind of like a, like, how they do, like, in, Di- in the new Disney movies and stuff, where they have, like, um other ethnicities and stuff included like in like these like time periods where like that wouldn't have happened but it's kind of cool because it's like yeah it's not meant to be like 100 percent realistic it's, yeah it's supposed to be this like um fantasy world where like there's no like real problems yeah you know? yeah i really like that about it like how it's just kind of like there's no real problems like it's only like these like romantic it just it, it leaves room for the drama yeah <laughs> the, the, the relationship juice that's what we're all here for yeah and it's about this girl her name what was her name daphne yeah right <laughs> i almost forgot i know me too her name is daphne and she is the the oldest girl in her family she has like eight siblings or something and like all she, her siblings are crazy too <laughs> Yeah, and, like, she's the oldest girl, and so, um, she's, like, 16 or something, and, like, when you turn, like, 16 or, like, 18 or something, you can start, like... You, you can be submitted to the, to, to the ball, <laughs> to, to the festivities. So, like, it's basically, like, where you go to find, like, your husband or whatever, and, like, they have, like, these, like, it's, it's, like, mating seasons, like, every, like, once a year or something. Like, this whole town, like, it's called the Tun. Yeah. They're, they're, they refer to, the, like, everyone in this society is, like, members of the, of the Tun. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, like, once you're old enough, you can be eligible to be placed in, like, this season, like, festivities for, like, courtship, basically. Yeah. Yeah, and, uh... And so, like, the girls, you know kind of, like, present themselves, and all the, like, eligible bachelors kind of, like, get to choose, like, from, like, which girl that they want to be with, and they have to, like, you know, sometimes a lot, like, a girl will get, like, a bunch of men who want to court her, and she kind of has to, like, you know, choose. Yeah, like, a little bit of spoilers, you know, like, (laughs) but, like, in the first episode, Daphne is declared the diamond of the season. (laughs) Yeah. By the the queen. The queen. Yeah, they, first they have to, like, you know display themselves to the yeah, queen. They, they, their mothers get them all gussied up and ready, you know, and there's, like, other families, too. There's, like, her family is the Bridgerton family, and then there's, like, other families who, you know, they might be more wealthy, but their daughters are a little more, like, you know, not as, like, uh, pleasant, you know, so, like, they have to, like, really, like... But, like, that's the thing, like, you know, some of the bachelors, you know, they're more, like, into, like, falling in love for real, 
or other bachelors are more like trying to marry for like money. So it kind of depends on like you know the, the type of chick you're you're going for. So like all the families get together and they like you know gusty up their like you know their women who are ready to be uh, married off, and they pre- they present them like you know like presenting you know. Daphne Bridgerton to the to the courts or whatever, <laughs> and they walk down this like long hall, and everyone like looks at them with like monocles and and they're like viewing glasses and stuff, and like the queen like observes her and she's like, hmm, you know, absolutely splendid, you know, or whatever, like gives her judgment, and then like yeah. that kind of, di- you know, it, it's like on it's like on Tinder, you know, like the the, the secret algorithm that that rates you, you know, like, <laughs> but it's not so secret here, you know, it's like everyone knows, like it's so. The drama is just just uh, enhanced yeah. uh, uh, greatly. Yeah, and she has like an older brother, who you know you should just watch the show. Honestly, it's really yeah. good. <laughs> but she has an older brother who's like, you know, in love with a girl who's not in like this high society situation. Oh but no, he, scandalous! He, but he takes it really seriously, like for her, like for his little sister. You know, he wants her to really like marry for, you know, like status or whatever but but. he doesn't hold himself to the same standards yeah yes um (laughs) but like um yeah like their dad passed away and i guess like usually like the the dad of the daughter would you know be like the judge for like for who she can be with but he's her older brother um and their dad passed away so it's like his job so yeah that that present that you know there's some drama there um (laughs) yeah and then so she she meets uh, the one of the brothers' best friends. Yeah. And his name is the Duke of Hastings. Mm-hmm. Okay? And he, he's very <laughs> handsome. Yeah. Like, very handsome. And, and, you know, he says everything like this. He talks like this all the time. You know, like, very, like, sexy, you know? And uh, they're both, like, really taken with each other. But they can't just, like, say that, you know? That would just be too simple, you know? Yeah. It would be, like, one episode and then it's done. So they, <laughs> So they come up with this plan... Because he doesn't want to get married. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And then, but she wants to look really eligible in front of all the other bachelors. So he's going to pretend, they're going to pretend to be in a relationship or, or pretend to court each other in order to, uh, you know, like satisfy both their goals, I guess. Yeah. It's such bait. It's so like he looks like he's already taken. Right. So all these other women like stop trying to like court him, like impress him or whatever. Sure. And then so, and. She looks like, oh, wow, like, the Duke of Hastings is trying to be with her. Like, she must be really, like, something. Like, I need to go compete with him. And it's like, obviously, they're going to fall in love. (laughs) Like, this is some bullshit. Like, you guys are baiting yourselves. Like, they're just, they're just so extra. Like, they're they're so meta. They can't just, like, fall in love like a normal ass couple. They got to, like, do this whole, like, fake, like, bullshit. I mean, this is a big part of, like, why it's, like, hot. Like, you know what right, I mean? Right. It's like the... Girls love The, the this long, shit. like, drawn-out, like, you know, like, tension. The like, tension. building the tension. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and then there's this other, like, guy who's, like, uh, he's a baron. So that, that's... I don't I don't know if you guys know your, like, you know, medieval, like, tiers of, of society. But, <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, a baron is lower than a duke. And, and and this guy, you know, this Baron, he's a total like slob, you know, like predator. <laughs> yeah, he's like fifty years old or something. Yeah, and oh, I don't know if he's that old, babe. Jesus, <laughs> I, don't, I, I thought he's more like in his late late thirties. Okay, well, yeah, probably. He's probably the same age as the Duke, honestly. Um, but he, but he's just not not attractive, you know. <laughs> yeah. And and he was he was trying to marry Daphne, and her brother's like, 
you know, yeah, go ahead and marry him. Like, it sounds good to me or whatever. And she's like, no, fuck no. Like, obviously, I don't want to get dicked down by this guy every night. Like, I want to get the, the Duke's dick. <laughs> yeah, and then she's got, like, you know, her uh, sister, who's kind of like the SJW of the of the group. You know, she, she's there so that the show doesn't catch, like, too much flack. You know, she's there to, like, comment on, like, the uh, the society and, like, make sure, like, you know, the viewers know that the writers know that, uh... This is all, like, really fucked up, you know, basically. <laughs> yeah, because Daphne's, like, really like, invested in this whole thing. Like, she right, takes it right. really seriously. She's, she's, all she's about, the diamond. Yeah, she's all about, like, tradition. Like, she says that in the first episode. Like, she's like, you know, like, it's such an honor to carry on this tradition or whatever. Like, yes, you know? <laughs> but, like, so, so she has to have, you know, like, her sister there who's like, fuck this. Yeah, right. I'm never getting married. I would never submit to a man. <laughs> oh, and we, we didn't even mention uh, Lady Whistledown yet. Oh my god, Lady Whistledown. <laughs> <laughs> so the whole thing is kind of framed in this like framing device of Lady Whistledown, who is an anonymous socialite who writes about the goings-on of the ton. Yeah. And she like writes all this like it, this like juicy gossip rag basically that everyone reads like including the queen. So she has she wields like a lot of influence, but we don't know who she is until the final episode. Yeah, where it's revealed. Yeah, so it's kind of like Gossip Girl. Yeah, if you guys have ever seen Gossip Girl, it's exactly like Gossip Girl, but just like in this kind of like England like fairy tale, like royalty setting. It's, yeah, it's like Gossip Girl took place in like high society New York, you know, uh, socialites, whereas this takes place in like, you know, 18th century Victorian era socialites. Well, is it, is it Victorian era? What is the Victorian era? Oh, I don't even know what I'm talking about. Victorian era. I think you're right. It's like... it, between yeah, 1837 Victorian. to 1901. Oh, okay. All right. Nice. Well, I'm just kind of talking out of my ass, and thankfully I was right in that situation. But, uh, yeah. <clears throat> Bridgerton, dude. It's a, it's a good show. Uh, you know, total, total cheese fest, but enjoyable it's literally just like porn for women you guys like, yeah it's <laughs> without there being really any nudity at well, all. well no there was though a little bit of nudity no guys don't 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 uh don't worry you're gonna see people naked and you're gonna see some fucking yeah you're gonna see fucking i was actually surprised you're gonna I, see I, some tits it was the tonally it was strange because like the first few episodes i was like okay this is like a disney kind of pg kind of thing but then as it went on it was like they were like they started cursing i was like okay and they started showing like like intense like like fuck scenes, and I was like, oh, okay, this is more like an R thing. Yeah. So yeah, it, it was strange tonally, um, but I think that's that, that's all part of the tension, you know. It kind of racks up every episode. Yeah. And then uh, you're kind of um, on the edge of your seat, you know, <laughs> on the edge of your moist seat. <laughs> um, anything else you want to say about Bridgerton? Um. This guy's pecs, like, it's literally, like, popping out of his shirt. Like, <laughs> like he looks like he has, like, tits. Like, that's how buff he is. Yeah. Dude, I, I bet there's, like, lots of fan fiction being written about Bridgerton characters. Oh, undoubtedly. Like, right now. Like, <laughs> Yeah, some good outfits in the show, too. Oh, yeah, the outfits are really good. Yeah, I liked... Uh, the Duke of Hastings style. He had good style. I honestly felt like the women's outfits were like not that great. Yeah, I don't know. I I thought yeah, it was it was, it was very expensive looking. Like the whole show was like pretty produced very well. They had these like sweeping like CGI like you know wide shots of the city, and then they had like 
these immaculate sets and costuming and the acting was good. Um, one thing I'll mention is during, there's some fight scenes in, oh, in the yeah. show. Like, the Duke of Hastings, he's got this, like, bro he hangs out with who he talks about, you know, his problems to and stuff. And this, his bro is, like, married or whatever and has kids or whatever. So, like, he's, like, he gives him, like, some bro advice or whatever. But they're, like, both fighters, you know. Like, they're both, like, ripped, you know, jacked and have, like, lots of muscles. And they, like, they, like, talk about this shit. They, they can't just talk about their feelings, like, in a room, like the, like the chicks, you know. They have to talk about their feelings, like, in the ring. Like, <laughs> like they, have to, they have to put some gloves on and fucking go toe-to-toe. But then they don't wear gloves. But they don't wear gloves. They literally, like, bash each other in the face as they're talking about, you know, I don't know if she likes me or, you know, like, am I, you know, am, am I uh, a good man for her, you know, fucking wham, like, a fucking slam, like, like just hitting each other repeatedly in the face. And, like... Their noses aren't broken. There's no blood. Uh, they're just, you know, they're just sparring, you know. But they're, they're, but the sound effects and like the way it's shot, it's like it would imply that they're like beating the fuck out of each other. It's so funny. Um, but then there are some actual fights later on in the show where there is some blood drawn. You're like, oh, okay. So sometimes, you know, punching someone in the face without a glove will uh, result in, you know, near death experiences. And other times, it'll just be, you know, for casual fun and everyone's fine. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, very very fantasy like, very uh, very fun show. Watch the trailer if you want to kind of get a vibe for it. Yeah. Um, okay, let's move on to our, the next show we've been watching. Very similar but very different. <laughs> the Bachelor. Yeah. <laughs> with Matt James. We just got caught up with it, like literally like ten minutes before we started filming this podcast. Yeah, we just watched episode five. Yeah, I actually put a tweet out to people on Twitter. I said, is anyone watching The Bachelor? And uh, I don't think I, I don't think anyone is because uh, none of my fans responded to it. It got six likes, but no one responded. So I don't <laughs> think there's a lot of overlap between my audience <laughs> and The Bachelor. Yeah. Um, but watch. I guess I've been watching like a lot of chick shows recently. Yeah. But they're good, you know. They're they're juicy. Mm-hmm. Like. Um, yeah, what, what do you want to say about The Bachelor besides Matt James being a secret Republican? <laughs> oh, yeah, Matt James is a secret Republican. Um, he does a lot of, like, Republican things, too. So it's really not, like, that secret, I feel like. Yeah, I was reading some articles about Matt James online, and they are like, is Matt James a secret Republican? He's the first black Bachelor, which is crazy that he's the first one. It's literally been, like, 20 seasons yeah, or that, something. Yeah, that's really fucked up. Have they all been white guys? Yeah, I guess. Like, there's no, been no Asians or I don't know. anyone else? This is the first season of The Bachelor I've ever watched, too. Me too, yeah. So I don't know like too much about it but they just kept saying that in the beginning that he was the very first black man to be the bachelor which is exciting um yeah he he's really he's really hot but he's kind of like a dummy <laughs> like i feel like sometimes like, he does some smart shit like he'll say the right thing and i'll be like yeah nice matt then other times i'm like matt you fucking moron like you can't see through these like chicks bullshit <laughs> yeah there's so much bullshit <laughs> these chicks literally gaslight each other and him and try to like spin reality and it, a lot of times it's like very obvious but like matt is just like clueless like i don't know what's real man <laughs> like what do you mean like he's trying to give everyone like the benefit of the doubt and trying to just be really nice and like yeah man it has to be hard you know like he has to manage all like 20 women's like feelings and then they added like six more women yeah they did <laughs> they're like okay we're narrowing it down but now we're gonna throw in some new chicks and then there's like a whole like uh, old guard versus new guard 
thing going on. Yeah, like they were saying like the OG girls versus like the new girls. And they kept saying like, oh, like Max is going to be impressed by like these shiny new girls. It's like you guys, like it really doesn't change like, I don't know. I, it doesn't yeah. change like that much. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's not, yeah, you guys aren't like objects. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, it's so fucked up how competitive these women get. Um, yeah. It really brings out the worst in people. Uh, the show, it's like, watching it reminds me of, like, The Hunger Games. Yeah. Or, like, some sort of, a uh, show about, like, I don't know, like, uh, a cult or, like, some sort of, like, weird society, you know? And they filmed this during, like, after the whole COVID thing already started, so, like, it's, like, funny because none of them have to wear masks because they all got COVID tested beforehand, and it's just funny thinking that, like, some women, like, wanted to be on the show, but, like, they had COVID, so they sent them home. <laughs> <laughs> That's so fucked up. I didn't think about that. And then also, like, no one wears a mask except, like, sometimes someone will come in, like, a, you know, like, a employee or something, or, like, a, a driver, like, a chauffeur driver or something, yeah. and, like, they're wearing a mask. And then it brings me back. I'm like, oh, yeah, like, they're filming this kind of, like, you know, or just a couple months ago. It's easy to forget, yeah, yeah. that they're uh, still in COVID times. I, I really What if there like was a COVID them. outbreak on set? That would be crazy. Oh my god! What like, if what if Matt happened? James gets COVID and he gives it to every chick he kisses? Because he kisses a lot of the chicks. Yeah, he kisses like all of them. Like yeah, he's like, ah, oh, I feel so special with you. I feel like I can really be myself. <laughs> yeah, so, he like, says every that. Chick. Yeah, he's always like, it's just so easy with you. Like, I, it's hard for me to let my guard down, but it's so easy with you. And he says that to literally everyone. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's uh he's in a very like intense situation because you got to be able to manage like all these women you know and there's like the emotions are running high you know and it does like i said it doesn't bring out the best in people so so uh i'm i'm very glad that uh spoilers guys <laughs> i don't know should we talk about spoilers um sure we can talk about spoilers well there's this there's this one chick her name's victoria and she was just way too wild like she was just all over the map incredibly insecure but like really like loud and she she like declared herself the queen and she would just, like, like, talk shit on every other girl and just, like, talk about how, like, beautiful she is. And, like, she was just, like, so loud and obnoxious. I honestly think that she was, like, just there, like, for entertainment reasons. And I think that, like, the show, people kind of told Matt to just, like, keep choosing her. Like, right. just to, like, you know, keep her on Because they didn't the even seem to have, like, that big of a connection, really. Yeah. But he kept giving her the rose, like, every week. And we were just like, when is she going home? Like, she's just crazy. Yeah. But, yeah, she brought so much of the drama that it's like the producers were like, nudge, nudge. Like, yeah, like, it, it brings up the question, like, how much of this show is really fake or not? Because, like, you know, obviously some of it is a little bit real, but a lot of it's got to be fake. Like, that part with the ATV. Yeah. Like, tell them about that part. Yeah, there was a part where, like, they're, they, like... Matt and then one of the other girls went on like a one-on-one -on -one date and what was it an ATV you said? Yeah. They were riding ATVs like these like you know through like the woods or something and then they're they're like these huge like heavy looking <laughs> like machines that they're like riding and then it went like the screen like went dark for a second like went blank and then when it came back it was like the ATVs are like literally like upside down and like they're like on top of each other and it's like oh ha ha like we fell like off our ATVs it's like if you real if your ATV literally went upside down while you were on it like you would need like medical attention like it looks like they looked like heavy as yeah, fuck yeah these, these are like fat ATVs like big four wheeler like basically cars yeah and like it, it didn't look like 
it crashed at all, it looked like someone, like, turned it over on its side. Yeah. And, and it's like, if they actually were flung off of, of an ATV, and it flipped over, and they fell on top of each other like that... It wouldn't be like, ah, It wouldn't be like, ha, ha, ha. It would be like, oh, shit, we almost died. <laughs> and also, they would have got it on camera, and they would have showed it, because that's actually really interesting and juicy. Yeah. Like, why, why, why would you artistically cut to black right when the most exciting thing on the show happens? Yeah. Like, physically. And and then be like, oh, haha, like, it was such bait. Like, like obviously, that, that, that was a total setup. Like, that so, was some yeah. bullshit. Like, a lot of the show is, like, bait, like, for sure. But then there's, like, some that just, like, seems real. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know what's more real, Bridgerton or The Bachelor. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Honestly, I mean, yeah, like, the, the Bridgerton has a bunch of CGI, like, establishing shots. But, like, maybe the relationships in that show were more real. I don't know. It, it it's it's still a fun show to watch week by week though you know it's something some some good trash to put on yeah <laughs> and uh, yeah we like watching trash sometimes because we we're right now in the middle of Vikings um which is a really good show actually on the History Channel yeah and like that's really good and then we're also still in the middle of Boardwalk Empire which is a really good show they're both like period dramas yeah. with like good acting and like good stories and stuff. Yeah. But, like, they're kind of intense, and you don't always, like, want, like, an intense show. Like, we're, like, you know, you, you watch it, and, like, if one of the main characters dies, you're going to be really sad for the rest of the day, you know? Yeah. Like, the last episode of Vikings we watched was, like, super, super intense. Like, it was, like, way more intense than any of the other episodes we've seen so far. And oh, was it the mushroom episode? Yeah, like, the mushroom episode. Yeah, like, all the Vikings do mushrooms, and they have these crazy-ass, like, Viking trips with all the gods. Well, everything. that was kind of cool, like, the mushroom part and, like, the orgy part, like, where they're all, like, fucking yeah. each other. Like, because it's on the History Channel, so I have to assume that this is all kind of, like, historically accurate. Like, well, you know? <laughs> sure, yeah. That, like, the Vikings used to do shrooms. And, like, you know, have orgies, like... Yeah, well, that part's true. Yeah. Um, I mean, who hasn't done shrooms and had orgies? I mean, come on. Which I think is cool. Like, that was cool, but then, like, you know, there's, like, human sacrifices started happening, and it's like, oh, shit. Like, before, it was kind of like, you know, we're just trying to survive, like, in this in these cold fucking, like, mountains, like, you know? Yeah. Like, but then it's like, oh, now we're having human sacrifices? Well, the sacrifices are good because they, they please the gods, so it allows the uh, rest of the, of the troop to survive and, you know, thrive. Yeah, and yeah. then, you know, there's some stuff with, like, the main character dude. He wants, like, another son, or, like, he wants a bunch of sons, actually. He already has one, but that's, like, not good enough for him. Yeah, you can't, you gotta have more than one. And, like, you know, shit, we're gonna, like, spoil the whole show. Well, you can give him a basic synopsis, you know. Um, and, you know, so he's kind of thinking, like, his wife is, like, the issue. Like, why he's not having more sons or whatever. Yeah. And so, yeah, that was intense and sad because in the past, they've, they've had, like, a really good relationship. It's a really wholesome, like, a husband and wife, like, relationship. And, like, in that, this last episode, it's been, you know, like, sad, like, rocky, kind of, you know. <laughs> yeah, I, I think they'll be okay. They'll, they'll, they'll figure it out. Yeah. They'll figure something out. But, yeah, it's, it's pretty good. It's about this, like, guy. His name's Ragnar Lothbrok, and he's a fucking Viking and he wants to go, like, raid England uh, across the sea. But his, like, Earl, you know, the, the, the guy who's, like, in charge of his, like, you know, uh, of, of their, like, little society, like, doesn't believe that you can sail across the sea or whatever. Right? Isn't that, yeah. Is, is, is it an ocean or is it a sea? I think it's an ocean. Is it an ocean? I don't know. Maybe it is a sea. I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I don't know the geography exactly uh, well enough, but uh, 
But yeah, basically they figure out a new way to fucking sail across the sea with like this, these new instruments. And he uh, he he goes to England. And he um, he abducts this like priest, you know. Yeah, this Christian priest, like yeah. a monk the, the, in and, England. Yeah, this, he, he he like kills a bunch of his of the of the other monks, but he, he takes this one because he's like a smart monk and he's like he could speak knowledgeable. Like, he can he, speak like the. You know, like the Vikings language. Yeah, like yeah. So, so he wants to learn more about the English people, and like he 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 befriends the monk basically, takes him in, and uh, his wife and him try to fuck the monk. <laughs> yeah, that was the good part. <laughs> like they totally just like corrupt this like Christian monk. Like the Vikings are like crazy. Like you know, like they can drink, they like fuck, like they don't really have like any rules. But yeah, like they do it all. Yeah. Like Christian monks, like you know, they can't really do anything. so yeah like ragnar and his wife like take this monk in and like they try to fuck him they like give him alcohol (laughs) they give him shrooms well i guess the monks can drink alcohol right like they they had wines well yeah but it's not like to get drunk it's just like you know yeah for like to drink i feel like the monks got pretty fucking wasted back in the day right i don't know maybe i don't know yeah but they definitely (laughs) couldn't fuck or do anything yeah they couldn't fuck yeah um, so yeah, that's a good show that we've been watching. Yeah, also Boardwalk Empire. Um, haven't watched an episode of that in a while though. It, we're almost done with it, so like we're kind of trying to space it out a little bit. Yeah, we're on like the fifth season or something. Um, but yeah, super enjoyable. Both all, all, all those programs are all good in their own right. You know what we haven't watched is the Winx Saga. Oh, I've seen that. I kind of want to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> Should we watch it? I don't know. I've heard of it. What's it about? I think it's about, like, fairies or something. Okay. I like fairies. I'm, like, into, like, the whole, like, fairy, like, mystical, kind of, like, you know, cottagecore, like, vibe type things. Yeah. And I feel like fairies are, like, right up there, like, with that kind of whole vibe. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Let's move into our emails for the week. What do you say, hon? Yeah. Emails? Emails. All right, we got a couple emails for you guys. Oh wait, no, hold on. We gotta, we gotta read our fucking. Am I the assholes? Am I the asshole? Am I the asshole? Getting ahead of myself a little bit here, guys. Um, Alyssa found two. Am I the assholes? And sent them over. So we'll read these today. Am I the asshole for not allowing my boyfriend to use the sweet bathroom because he keeps peeing on the floor? Bit of an awkward issue, but anyway, my 28-year-old female boyfriend... Wait, what? Oh, okay. I I always get get confused. Me, 28 female, my boyfriend, 29 male, and I bought a house together this year, and nearly every time I go into the in-suite bathroom, I notice water on the floor, the toilet seat, a wall, etc. When I wipe it up, it's sort of pale yellow, so my immediate thought is it's urine. So I bring this up to my boyfriend. At first, he accuses me of doing it, but eventually admits to having bad aim. What? Honestly, I don't care if he can't aim properly. At least clean it up? I'm not going to put up with it because it's disgusting. So I told my boyfriend that he's banned from using the in-suite bathroom and he can use the ugly bathroom downstairs. Now he's calling me immature, controlling, and apparently I'm treating him like a child. We literally argued about this for hours. Am I the asshole here? What? (laughs) Bad aim? Does this guy have like a brain tumor or something? (laughs) This guy have a crooked dick? Like, what's going on? Yeah, he probably has, like, one of those, like, super, like, re- like really curved dicks. That doesn't make any sense. Like, as a man, like, you have better aim when, you have, when you're a man. Like, if she was peeing all over the bathroom, that'd make more sense. But, like, women, like, don't 
pee like standing up. Like yeah, they just well, pee right into the toilet. I mean, it doesn't make any sense though. Is what I'm saying. Like like <laughs> men have men have very good aim with their penises because you can literally hold your penis and point it exactly where you want it to go. Yeah. So like, unless you have a brain tumor. Well, what? Like, why would there's no explanation for that? What if like it just like you know the stream is just crazy? Like, the stream is crazy. Just point it in the right direction. I don't know. The only issue I've ever had is like if I've like come uh, recently and there's still like a little bit of cum in my penis and then I pee and then it like splits the urine like halfway yeah. through. So then you have like two streams coming out. Um, that's not good. But then, then you just kind of pee a little bit extra hard and it pushes the the cum out and then you can have one straight line of pee. So that's the only, and then yeah, if if I ever pee on something, I I wipe it up. Yeah. So come on, come on, man. That's fuck, and it's all over the place on the floor. Yeah, the floor, the wall. What is this like a trucker, truck stop, bathroom? <laughs> come on. That's so gross. That's awful, honey. What do you think about this? Um. Yeah, I would probably like do the same thing. I'd probably ask you to like, you know, like our baby is right here. She's a baby. <laughs> hey, baby. I'd probably be like you. Like, either clean it or, yeah, like, go downstairs. But then he's going to get the pee all over the downstairs bathroom and not clean it. And, like, that's where, like, guests are probably going to go. And, like, that's even, like, worse. Like, I feel like your guests come over and there's just, like, pee all over your bathroom. Was this not an issue before they bought a house together? They they probably didn't live together beforehand. Why would you buy a house with someone before you even live together with them? Yeah. And she didn't notice that his bathroom was covered in pee when she went to his apartment when they were dating? (laughs) Yeah, maybe, I don't know, that's weird. Why would you buy a house with your boyfriend anyway? Get married first. Yeah, a lot of people don't really believe in, like, marriage. That's weird. Like, I feel like buying a house is, like, really a big deal. Yeah. Like, you're basically, you're basically married if you buy a house together, so you yeah. might as well get married. Mm-hmm. Maybe he bought it or she bought it, and she just said that they bought it together. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, we don't know the whole story. Yeah, that's messed up, man. I don't even know what to say. <laughs> I mean, that's just fucked up. She's definitely not the asshole. Yeah. Definitely not. But uh, I'm glad she was able to share that so other people on Reddit could let her know that. Yeah, that you could validate her. Validate her feelings. Yeah. yeah, that's so weird that he's, like, arguing about it and calling her, like, controlling. What a weirdo. <laughs> All right, next one. Am I the asshole for pressing charges when my stepson took something from my daughter inherited from her mother? I, male 47, have been with my wife for two years. She has a 21-year-old son. I have a 14-year-old daughter. From my previous marriage my late wife passed away in 2014 she left a few a few things for our daughter including a gold jewelry set her mom was devastated she didn't get to gift the set to our daughter on her wedding day i keep it in my closet since since it's expensive and my daughter is too young to have it i'll hopefully gift it to her on her wedding okay cool last week we were sitting in the kitchen when my stepson was hesitant to ask me something we're in good terms, but have our fair share of arguments. He said his fiancée was taking something from his mother's in my closet. Hold on a second. Can, can you read this one, babe? I feel like I'm like... Yeah. I'm like an idiot today or something. <laughs> okay. Just, just start from that one last week. Last week, we were sitting in the kitchen when my stepson was hesitant to ask me something. We're on good terms, but we have our fair share of arguments. He said his fiance was taking something from his mother's and my closet. Because they share a closet. Oh, okay. That's weird. They're, they're, they're a husband and wife, so, so, and they share a closet. So his new wife's son's fiance is taking things from the, the dad. Well, taking things from, like, their closet. Okay. Yeah. Um, 
she she saw the jewelry set and liked it very much. He he asked if he could borrow it so his fiance can wear it to, at her cousin's wedding. I found this unacceptable and told him his fiance had no business being in the bedroom. Yeah, what? Yeah, and that the jewelry isn't mine. It's for my daughter. He asked me if my daughter will agree to let him borrow it if he if he talked to her. I told him not to even talk about it again. He got all pissed and said things I do not remember. Last night, when he and his fiance were at the wedding, I discovered the jewelry set was gone. I told my wife, and we looked all around the house. I called my stepson to tell him about calling the police because I really thought someone stole the set. He said there was no need, that he borrowed it and will return it after they get back from the wedding. (laughs) There's no need. I yelled at him and told him to come back with it right then. I kept calling him until 12 a.m., and he told me to stop calling and that he'd bring it in the morning. I couldn't sleep that night. I felt terrible. In the morning, he showed up at... 10 a.m. he didn't bring it and started stalling saying he forgot he'd bring it the next day at this point it was clear he gifted it to his fiance and was stalling i got so mad i told him i will be pressing charges if he doesn't return the set today wow we got into an argument my wife said his fiance was the one who wanted the jewelry set but he was the one who took it and it's not even mine it's my daughter's which made it worse because i'm responsible for whatever happens to it his grandparents berated me after I told them this and got mad and defended him when I said that I will be pressing charges. He stole and he needed to be responsible for his actions. He didn't respond to my final calls, so now I've given him one last chance and it's over. I pressed charges today. They're saying calling the police was extreme and cruel. They're all convincing me to back down. Am I the asshole for pressing charges? Damn, that's crazy, dude. Um, well, yeah, I mean, like, I feel like if, uh, if you, if your wife and everyone else doesn't want you to press charges, then, like, maybe you shouldn't. I mean, it's just kind of like, he probably feels like he has, like, a responsibility to, like, his dead wife, too. I would just try to get it back myself more than, like, going to the police, like, right away. Yeah. Like, running to the police, like, whenever you have, like, an issue. Like, can't he do more to resolve it himself? I mean... This guy, like, this stepson like like, sounds like a bit like much, dude. Like I don't know. Yeah. Like it, it's kind of just like if he doesn't like if the stepson is like being super stubborn about it. Like, I mean, the stepson is definitely like in the wrong, obviously. Like, and he he deserves to um, have charges pressed against him. Well, it just kind of like you know he can't be like I'm gonna call the police on you if you don't bring it back, and then he doesn't bring it back, and then he doesn't follow through on that like threat. Then it's just kind of like you know. The stuff's not just going to walk all over him and do whatever he wants because then it's like, yeah. you know, he's not going to take anything that he says seriously. So yeah. he kind of had to call the police like when once the stepson was like... I'm just like uh, hesitant to like involve the police in like anything unless it's like absolutely necessary. Yeah. I just feel like he didn't really exhaust like all his like opportunities to like try to get it back. But at the same time, like they could like sell it between now and then or like they could lose it or damage yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I can see why he wants it back like as soon as possible. And it's then really also fucked up. the thing is is like after he gets it back, he can like, you know, stop pressing the charges. Like he could just be like, you know, I just wanted the police involved, like, until I got it back. But now that I have it back, like he doesn't need to go to jail or whatever. That's so creepy. Like, this guy's, like, girlfriend was, like, in his parents, his, like, mom and, like, adoptive father's, like, 
closet. Like closet, like digging around their personal shit. Yeah, I wonder what she was doing in there in the Ugh. first place. <laughs> and then she like sees like some gold and like gets entranced, like some sort of like <laughs> like succubus or something. Well, yeah, like, literally. Some sort of demon, like like she's Yeah, just, I was like, like what are we are we living in like fucking like eighteen hundreds like yeah, fairy tale. It's like some ghost story shit or something. Like she just she's just like so entranced by like this like gold, like 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 uh, like the One Ring in Gollum. Yeah. You know, like in Lord of the Rings. Uh huh. Where it's like my precious. Like she'll, they'll, she'll do anything for that fucking that jewelry. Yeah. She must have really liked it. <laughs> like shit, buy some fucking fake jewelry on Amazon, like everyone else. Yeah. Like chill out. Buy like bitch. your own jewelry too. Like it's like you can get like gold jewelry like anywhere basically. Like Etsy. Well, she might be like broke, you know. Yeah. I mean, it's not like. I mean, it's not like crazy expensive. Uh. I mean, I guess it depends on the type of gold and how much of it is, is there and stuff. But yeah, fuck that dude. Yeah, he's not the asshole. I definitely would try to exhaust more resources before calling the police, personally. I just don't know what you even do. Like, if this guy's just... I would beat the guy's ass. I'd grab him by the fucking collar and push him up against the brick wall and tell him, fuck, I'll rock his shit if he doesn't get my jewelry back in a week. <laughs> You've got one week, bitch. That's too long. Like, one week? Like, I'd be like, go get it right now and bring it back before it's dark out. <laughs> well, you know, he's... <laughs> He's got to, you know, he's got to talk to his girlfriend, you know, he's got to tell her that no, he fucked No, he doesn't. Up. Like, and, just no. take it. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, you stole something. Yeah, I mean, Ta- Tell her about it after you take it back. Be like, yeah, like, sorry, I stole this from my fucking stepdad. It's his dead wife's jewelry that he wants to give to his daughter. Hey, listen, my wife died, you know, maybe you could uh, not be an asshole and steal all my <laughs> shit and maybe get it back, you know. I don't want to have to call the cops, but I will eventually if you don't get it back, you know. But yeah, it's it's an emotional, touchy subject for him. You know, it's his wife and everything. Uh, hope hopefully he gets it back. Yeah, is there like an update or anything? <laughs> I don't know. Baby Luna, you gonna f- go feed soon, Baby Luna? Are you hungry, baby? All right, let's move on to our emails, huh? Okay. Okay. <clears throat> okay, we've got an email from Frame Films, and he says, "Hello." So I'm a brick filming, and while this story might sound dumb, recently I haven't animated at all, and nothing has helped so far. All I've been thinking is that my brick films are bad, which they are. I've been doing six months. I can't expect to be that good. I have to work more work. I have to do more work, and it takes time. And while a part of me knows this another... This this email's not formatted at all. It's just like one stream of text. There's no periods or commas or anything. Um... But I, th- I think it has a, a good question, so I'm going I'm to continue. I've been doing six months. I can't expect to be that good. I have to do m- more work, and it takes time. And while a part of me knows this, another part knows. Another part says, no, do anything else. And when someone says why I haven't been making videos, I say, school, which isn't true. I hardly work that hard in school, and I still do well in school. So it isn't blocking me that much. So if you have any tips, that would mean a lot. But I have two questions, so I hope this isn't too much. Have you ever looked at your brick films and said that it is bad? Not really at this current state, but when you were starting very early. And my second question is, have you ever felt like not working on a brick film? Also, if you do respond, thank you so much. And if you don't, still thank you for great content. Also, love the Zombie Universe videos. Truly a hidden gem. Nice. So yeah, uh, Frame Films... Both those questions are good. I definitely have looked back on my work and been like, wow, this isn't very good. 
I as I get older and as I look back on my work, I find I like it less and less. You know, like whenever I make a new video, I think like this is like the pinnacle of like my ability and this is really good. Like, for example, like when I made Lego Justice League, I thought that was really well done. And now I look back on that and I'm like, wow, there's so many mistakes or there's so many things I would do differently, especially like how the characters are animated when they talk to each other. Just like my animation style has changed and the way I talk, the, the way I animate characters interacting with each other and speaking to one another, not so much like the action, but more just like the dialogue, I think could be animated a lot better. So it, that's always going to happen, I think, and it, it, that should happen. You, know? you don't want to be stuck in a, one spot and get stagnant with your style. You kind of always want to be changing and improving and trying to try new things. So that's important to remember that that's all part of the process and it's not necessarily a bad thing. Also, have I ever not felt like working on a brick film? Definitely. You know, I, I go through periods where it's just not that exciting for me at all, and I just have to do it any, anyway. I mean, that's the real thing is being able to do it even when you're not enthusiastic about it. Or finding ways to excite yourself, you know, whether that being watching movies that excite you, like movies that are inspirational to you, or talking with other filmmakers about their films, you know, do something that brings you back into the core reason, like, why you're doing this in the first place. And then also remember that some days are going to be better than others. You know, you're going, you're going to be really excited and passionate some days about brick filming and animating, and other days you're just going to have to set up your shot and do it, even though you're not really into it or you'd rather be doing something else. And uh, it's really just about that, like, determination and will, you know. Your own worst enemy is yourself in that type of situation. All right, so we're going to get into our last email here from Brad. And Brad said, I have lost my interest in sex. Hello, Forrest and Alyssa. Just a second warning. I'm sure as you'll know by the title, it's pretty explicit. When I was a teen a few years ago, I was interested in having sex just as much as every other teen boy. I developed fantasies. I rubbed it and watched pornography like most of my peers. And just like many of them would never admit it. But at 19, I no longer have a personal interest in sex because I am really fascinated by sex instead. For the entirety of last year, I have been fascinated about learning about sex and everything it encompasses. For example, I was just watching a documentary that talked about the views of adult film stars, and I read about a condom law in California which tried to regulate the adult industry, and let me tell you, it was very captivating to watch the lawmakers discuss the regulations of the sex industry. While early on my fascination with sex stemmed from the adult industry, now my fascination has sprouted to cover more areas of understanding sex. I've been having lots of fun learning about the psychology of the brain before, during, and post-sex. I've even started reading books about different sexual habits, polygamy, and sexual fantasies. Side note, I just read a sexual commentary where the author says that one of her sexual fantasies included being intentionally called the wrong names and having sex in front of her pets. It is super engaging to learn about those types of fantasies. I think what's especially weird is that I'm considering subscribing to camming services just so I can ask those girls what it's like to cam and model for the internet. Alyssa, if my recall is correct, didn't you say you were a camera yourself? What was that experience like? I'm not pleading to help for, or looking for some comfort in people saying that this is normal, but I just can't help but think it's kind of concerning that I've lost my personal interest or drive to have sex. I'm mostly just curious that, that without a drive... I'm mostly curious that without a drive for sex itself, will I find success in finding a romantic partner or will I have difficulty in navigating relationships? Also, if you'll indulge me, would you kindly tell me if there's an emotional difference between having sex with a boyfriend or girlfriend as opposed to a spouse? That's been a new area of interest for me. Thanks, guys. 
Nice. Thanks for writing in, Brad. I appreciate that. Interesting email. Yeah, I would say it's definitely different when you have sex with a spouse uh, other than just your girlfriend. Because after Alyssa and I were married, the sex that definitely, in my opinion, improved and it felt like more intimate and close. Like we already had good sex before we got married, but it was like just more special afterwards like what do you think hun yeah i think the same way like yeah we definitely had really good sex while we were just boyfriend and girlfriend but i remember like the first time we had sex after we got married it was like oh wow like that was like felt like different which is weird like you wouldn't think that or like yeah because marriage is just like a societal like structure yeah we just made it up yeah animals don't get married you know so but yeah it it did feel different It, it felt like more special and felt just uh like heightened in a, in a way yeah um what about your camming experience oh yeah um i really enjoyed camming um i'm planning on starting doing it again soon um what do you want to know about it <laughs> um well, he said what was the experience like what was the experience like um you know when you first start doing it it's like really exciting and feels like really like ooh, like this is like naughty or whatever but as it keep but as you keep doing it it just and you and you're making money from it it does just kind of feel like you know a job but it is but it's a really fun job it's really you know easy i can make my own hours um i just like talk to people online um yeah it's really fun it's a really you know you can make a lot of money doing it while and not really like feel like you're working that hard and like not put like too much time into it but if you put a lot of time into it you'll make more money obviously so yeah it's like kind of like you know you choose your own destiny basically with it which is really empowering you know as much like you can yeah i I, I've never had, like, you know, a retail job or, like, a restaurant job before. Um, so, I don't know what that's like. So, I don't know what that's like, but um, I would definitely imagine that camming is way better and way more fun. And you make more money doing it, so. Yeah. What do you think about his uh, situation? Do you think he will be able to find a, a girlfriend or a, a spouse, you know, without having, like, that much interest in sex? Yeah, I think you can find um, a spouse or girlfriend um, who has the same level of, like, sex drive as you. I think that's important anyway. Like, even so if you have a really high sex drive, it's, like, really important that your spouse, like, matches you or at least, like, you know, almost matches you or, like, can accommodate that. And then, yeah, if you have a low one, it's important that your spouse, you know, matches you on have, on your low sex drive or you know can accommodate that in other ways or whatever yeah so yeah i don't think you'll have a problem i I think that there's lots of people out there who probably aren't really that interested in having sex all the time or every day and also you know you, you said like you were more interested in it before and then you got less interested in it um more just interested in like the learning about it aspect and that might change again too you, you know you yeah. might find yourself like if you meet the right person you might find them really attractive and be more interested in having sex again um you might just be like a really like highly like logical inquisitive type of person and you're kind of more fascinated by it um as a subject right now but you might, you might want to start you know putting those uh that research into practice at some point and you might, you might just be coming at it from a different direction than, than a lot of people yeah all right, guys, that will do it for this podcast, this episode of Just for Clicks. If you'd like to get your email read on the show, if you have any uh, questions or 
issues and you know you want our expert advice, you can write in at just four clicks pod at gmail.com. That's just the number four clicks pod at gmail.com. Guys, thanks so much for listening, and we will see you next week. Bye, guys. Bye. Say bye, Luna. <laughs> Say bye, Luna. She said bye. <laughs> With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.